365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Riordan. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Purple Psychology. I'm Maria Reardon. Thank you for listening in 33 countries on six continents now. Dr. Nisha, you're welcome. Thank you. We were joking during the week that the only region of the world where the podcast isn't being listened to because it has 0% of the world population is Antarctica. I think we can live with that. Yes, I think so. <laughs> this time we're talking about success and your take on success, which is... Yeah, this is a big question, like, what is success? And I think people find it strange that I work with such a spectrum of ages from two, roughly, through to 70s. And why do I do that? And I I think over the last couple of weeks, it's kind of hit home. Like, I always say that it's nice to have the balance between the two because working with kids, for me, is very rewarding and the reactions you get are very tangible and very instant. So... You know, in 90 minutes, someone can suddenly write a story which they've never done before. Or in three weeks, their speech can improve. Or in a space of, you know, maybe six to eight weeks, they won't be kept back a year in school. Or, you know, um, they'll suddenly get an A in maths for the first time after six weeks or whatever it is. They're very tangible results and they're very now. Um, But the hard side is, is that people find it very hard to remember where they were so suddenly a kid will start mainstream school after a couple of months working with me and you know and they'll be and then off they fly and no one really remembers what it was like before and the fact that they couldn't sit in a room with other people or that they couldn't have actually concentrated and sat down and done work or that they couldn't read or they couldn't talk properly. Let's put this into context. Two days ago, we were walking down the street and as happens a lot with us, we always seem to bump into a client or someone who knows a client. You bumped into a parent whose child's life was dramatically improved after working with you. Yes, and I think they have forgotten where they were at. And though there's a nice sense to that, For me personally, it can be quite hard because there's a a lack of reward for me. I I see the results in other people and that's very rewarding for me. But there's very little context. And so people move on with their lives very rapidly and the results we get are very rapid. So I don't always get the feedback. People even forget to send me an email or to give me a phone call or whatever it is to say what's happening. And it's only that I'll suddenly bump into them and their whole life has changed. Um... Whereas with our adult clients, they come to us with very set goals, whether it's a corporation or an individual, and whether it's they've had a life ambition to completely change their career, or whether they're at a certain stage and they're reinventing, or they've always wanted to be an author, or they come to us with a specific figure in mind of how much money they want to make. Um, They have very set goals that they're working towards, and so there's a huge sense of basis of where they're at when they come to us and where they end up. And they keep in touch with us, and I suppose we always offer continual support. We do with both sets of people, but it's it's funny, it's our adult clients who look for that ongoing support more than our younger clients. And so there's more of a sense of our input, and that is actually more rewarding for me. 
Yes, and and also too, we publish a certain amount of the adult clients, but we never publish um, the small people stories. And that that doesn't happen. We don't talk about the little people. Um, um, there's even more confidentiality wrapped up in it, and sometimes I, I think the stories are too easily recognised as well. Um, but it is this real sense of what is success. And the other part for me that I find fascinating is is that I can sit and I can look at the media and I can look at the television and I can look at key figures um, very well-known household names, and I can see a chasm still inside in them where I know they have literacy difficulties, um, they've never felt successful, their measure of success is purely financial because it hasn't been academic, because that's what they've done to compensate, and I can actually see that no matter how much money they make, or how successful they are, or how many companies they own, or how many television series they do, I can still see the chasm in them, and I find that fascinating. Yeah, I find it interesting when corporations will come to us and they'll have a financial goal in mind. And to us, it's not about even that, but it's about breaking personal records with individuals. And this week, we did release a statement about sporting teams, but in a very general context, because we didn't want to breach any confidentialities, which we didn't. But also, I guess, you know, I don't feel the need to be in the newspapers for, for what we're doing there. But yes, it, 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 does, it does really bring this question to me as to, to what is success. And a while ago, I compiled a table which compared our methods to, you know, the sort of personality theory that was out there and also the NLP theory, because a lot of people think that what we do is NLP and it's not. Um, and so, you know, what are the differences? What, why doesn't someone with us still have that chasm inside? You know, yes, they're making the money, but they're more whole and more balanced. And even, you know, I can compare this to um, a five-year-old that I'm working with at the moment. And in a very short amount of time, I can see that they are the most balanced form of themselves. And that's affecting everything in their lives and not just their lives, but their whole family as well. It's impossible to make stuff like that public and nor do we want to. No, but, you know, so personality theory will focus on finding who you are. NLP theory will focus on finding out who you can become, whereas we are focused on this most successful, most balanced version of yourself, which is very different to what other people are trying to achieve. Um, and similarly, you know, personality theory will be kind of understanding yourself and understanding what you need to tick. And yes, there's an element of that with us. And, you know, NLP theory is kind of how to improve yourself. But with us, it's kind of the nuggets you need to optimise yourself, to optimise that success and that balance. It's not generic steps. It's an A to Z blueprint of the person that you actually are. Yeah, and, you know, and yes, people will, in personality theory, will explore strengths. In NLP, they'll improve strengths. But for us, it's learning how to approach every task in the way that you need to. So yes, it is your strengths in a way, but it's applied to every task and every situation, how to get the best out of it. So it's kind of like, I always say with my with parents, I can't predict every piece of homework you're ever going to get home and to work with, but I can give you a way to present it and understand it. I can't predict every um, meeting, every strategy and every tender you're ever going to go for in a company again, but I can predict how you're going to approach that situation. The same in a corporation when they hand out a generic manual to staff. No wonder it doesn't work. It's generic. Yes. So, you know, in personality, there's a matter of, you know, 
discovering your potential and LLP, releasing your potential. These are very sort of hippie terms to me, <laughs> you know. And um, for us, it's like you leave with a roadmap and it's like you leave with specific tasks to do in specific orders to achieve specific results in a specific time frame. And then you build on that in a specific way. Um, and so, you know, what, what, what I will do in four weeks with a student, I will do with four weeks with a corporation and so on. There's a very set map. And people will, well, parents will say that the reports are very comprehensive because if I'm meeting somebody when they're, you know, five, I'm talking about what will happen when they're 10 and 11 and 13 and what But it's careers. younger than that. I mean, an 18-month-old baby, for instance. Yeah, but, you know, but you are trying to m map out what's going to happen and um, the pros and cons and what they need to do to And do you approach it differently if it's someone in their 40s, 50s or 60s or 70s? No, the only difference is is that you're you're looking back on those times and seeing how they've built the person and maybe seeing the patterns and the patterns in the family and, and what you want to change. But you are still l always looking ahead. It's just more when you're working with older people, you're looking back on what's got them to now, bad and good. Whereas with younger people... Um, like there's a big debate in me at the moment like people's personalities are not set till seven and I've been working with a lot of younger people and I'm wondering am I changing their personality am I making them more feeling more empathetic um, less thinking or more structured or less structured or am I just optimizing the best version of themselves that's episode 16 of Purple Psychology further details from purplepsychology.com Dr Nisha O'Reilly thanks for being here Thank you. 365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Reardon. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store.